What happens when children are exposed to conflict between their co-parents? They're more likely to suffer adverse childhood experiences, or ACEs, which can directly harm their mental and physical well-being. As a child of divorce and a co-parenting mom, I'm passionate about sharing strategies to help make our children's lives easier as they adjust to being co-parented. Communication is key. And with Our Family Wizard, the world's leading co-parenting app, you'll unlock the door to a happier, healthier childhood. Check out Our Family Wizard's latest guide, The New Co-Parents Guide to Effective Communication, for five time-tested communication tips that can help protect children from emotional turmoil. Download your free copy at ourfamilywizard.com forward slash moms moving on. As a strong, independent mother, there is nothing that will get in the way of your child's safety. Soberlink understands the importance of peace of mind when it comes to co-parenting after a divorce. Using the highest quality technology and with features like facial recognition and real-time results, moms like you are empowered with proof that your child is safe. Navigating life post-divorce can be difficult, and having a tool like Soberlink allows for one less thing to stress about. I created this community to provide support for divorced moms like me, which is why I partnered with Soberlink to create this resource, Tips for Single Moms Returning to Work. To access the guide and get $50 off your Soberlink device, visit www.soberlink.com forward slash MMO. This week on Moms Moving On. Know your A, B, and C, I always say, you know, um, know what you can settle with, know what your best option is that you want and know what, okay, I don't really want this one, but I can walk away and move on with my life and make it the best moving forward because you'll be forced to make decisions when you might be in a really bad mood one day. Your spouse may, your or your soon-to-be ex-spouse may be verbally abusing you and you can't think, you're just so angry. Or you may have had those sleepless nights that you wake up and say, oh my God, I gotta make this decision. But if you know A, B, and C right there or one, two, and three, you'll know you'll be okay with all of those options. Life moves on. So why shouldn't we? This is Michelle Dempsey-Moltak, your host of Moms Moving On, navigating divorce, co-parenting, single motherhood, and moving on. Welcome back to another Moms Moving On. I'm so happy to have you here. And today we have a repeat offender. Catherine Shanahan from My Divorce Solution is back with us. And she joined us way back when with her business partner, Karen, to talk about finances. It is such a scary thing to think about having to leave a marriage and start over on your own when you're not sure what your financial future will look like. And today we're going to talk all about that. Catherine, thank you so much for being here. Oh, thank you for having me. I love being here. Can you talk a little bit about My Divorce Solution and how that came to be and and all the magic it's making in people's lives now? Yes, I would love to. Thanks for asking. So I went through a divorce 11 years ago. I was a financial planner prior to that. But when I went through the process, I realized that although I had the financial clarity, I didn't have the clarity when it came to making sure that my marital settlement agreement was really full with the details, which led me back into the courtroom just a few years ago. My business partner, Karen, she came from the legal side, 
but she did not have financial clarity as it came to the finances. So I became a certified divorce financial analyst when I was separated and I reached out to Karen and I said, we need to change the way people get divorced. It started out that we wanted to help women. We wanted women to understand their finances and not be afraid to ask really smart questions. So we came together and now we help men as well. It's been seven years. We had started with a three-phase process. We have narrowed it down to just our divorce financial portrait. I love that. It's awesome because it, it, it prepares you for divorce. You can't make any decisions if you're not financially prepared. It also streamlines the process and gives a symmetry among documents and data so that you're not forced into being bullied into a decision. And it really aligns the incentives of all your professionals, because with the more conflict, the more the more the professionals make, like the attorneys. Absolutely. So that's what we do. We do it nationally. And um, we're really excited about this disruption. We have created our own online platform, the divorce preparation platform, and we have created our own software. Um, so really good things to come there. That's huge. That's so good to hear. I, you know, for me, I remember not being scared of any part of the divorce process. I felt like oddly secure in the fact that like, I'll get through this. It was my finances that kept me up at night. And admittedly, like I write about in my book, I was never very good at budgeting or, you know, I would make money and spend it. And I never really planned for a rainy day and nothing got me stressed out quite like, you know, worrying if I lose a client or if I have a bad month, I was, I was self-employed. So it was really, really stressful. And I always tell people to have a plan, but like, what is the plan? Cause I, I certainly can't speak to it. <laughs> well, the first plan is being able to get the awareness and the access to your documentation. You know, you hear a lot of women in particular who have just given up on the financial part of the marriage. They let their spouse control that. They let the spouse make the decisions because they have not really put the time in. They don't really have good money stories or good relationships with money. So it's easier to defer it. So when you have access to your documentation, you need to then understand what all the components of your marital state are, is. Well, I think, I think the question that comes up a lot is like, how can I understand because my husband or partner kind of just takes care of everything and I don't know what's there. And I'm scared if I ask, it's going to cause like this domino effect of, oh, so you want to leave? Well, here's what you can have. And now I'm going to hide money or I'm going to start moving it. You know, like there's always that fear. Well, yeah, that fear is there. But listen, remember, asking you questions is not questioning someone. So you need to have start the dialogue in your marriage of even if you're just in a happy second marriage, you need to start that relationship with discussing money. I don't know why you can sit and discuss sex with your partner, but you can't discuss what your budget is. You know, how do you not discuss your budget and then have expectations that you're expected to live by? Right. Right. You're so right. So ask those questions. And if you get pushed back, then you have to push back in another area. For example, the tax returns. It, it kills me when women tell me that they don't have access to their tax returns. You sign the tax return. That tax return is owed to you. So if your tax preparer is not giving you the information or explaining even the assets that, are, that they're claiming on the tax return, that's not a good accountant. Go to a different one because, mm -hmm. or don't sign it because anything you sign is enti you're entitled to that information. 
Yeah. I always say like, this is one of those times in your life where you're going to want to read the fine print, right? Like you don't want to sign anything blindly. You want to know all that's available to you or, or everything there is to know, because that blind sense of like, I don't know what's going to happen next financially is, is like really heavy. Well, which is why we tend to pick the easiest dissolution as possible. So you see a lot of women who say, I'm keeping the home. I want that home. However, when I sit down with them to do their portrait and you go through a budget with them, they don't even know what it takes to maintain that household. Right. So the surprises come after you sign on that dotted line. You know, women tend to focus on the immediate needs because they're concerned about their children or they're concerned, do I have to go out and get a job now? I don't want to get a job. Do I have to get a different job? I gave up my career 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. I can't make what I was going to make. So what they do is it's easier just to focus on the here and now. So they say, let me keep the house because the kids will be great here. There, It'll be an easier transition. And the spouses typically don't argue it because it's too hard for someone to move out. It's a lot of work to maintain yeah. a marital home, right? Yeah. So it's easier for the wage earner or the person who is not attached to the house to just walk away. What happens is that hidden surprise. You sign on the dotted line and all of a sudden your roof is leaking. You didn't really understand what your budget was. And most of your support payments are now going to maintain a house. Well, that maintaining of the house is like, I mean, a lot of times, you know, I'll meet with clients and they're like, I don't want anything else but the house. That's, you know, where my kids are growing up and that's our home and that's what's comfortable. And I'm like, okay, well, let's let's think about this for a second. If you're getting X amount in alimony and your mortgage is this, where are we filling in that gap? And that is, it's such a heartbreaking thing to have to bring to the forefront and, and drop that bomb. But, you know, it's, you don't, you definitely don't want to be, what is it like house poor when you're going through house a, poor, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's okay. So before we scare everybody, everybody <laughs> about like what might, what might come next, what are your top five tips for planning for divorce? Number one is you need to understand the components of your estate. There's marital and non-marital, you know, you go through your financial portrait and we identify all your assets, right? So you, we often hear, okay, this this finance, this account was set up for our kids' education. We both agree. However, it's it's titled to one or both of the parents. It's mm-hmm. not titled to the children, but they earmark it and their discussions have been, this is for the children. Okay, now you see other assets in the same portrait that are now separate property. So let's say husband has separate property. And it's a lot more, a, a huge percentage, maybe 30% of the entire state. If you don't understand that you've already agreed to give this money that's earmarked for the kid's education, if you set that aside as the kid's money and then you sep- separate husband's separate property and you realize what you're actually dividing in your marital property, that's a shocker. Yeah. So I always say, understand all the components in that in your estate before you decide to negotiate anything away. Because you don't have to negotiate kids' accounts, even though you discussed it during your marriage, you still should go for your marital portion of that and then decide to use it for the kids if you are, in fact, okay afterwards and you can actually financially afford it because the larger wage earner has a chance to make more money and save more money. So don't negotiate things away without understanding all of the components of your marital estate and separate property. I love that advice because in in a lot of situations, I know in mine personally and most of my clients, they just want to like resolve 
the divorce process as quickly and as painlessly as possible and end up being really agreeable or, or acquiescing to things that screw them long-term financially. So I love that you give that piece of advice. I think that's that's really Why important. is that, Michelle? It's all adult guilt-driven, right? It's 69% of women initiate divorces. So we have this guilt that we want to be happy. We have and we also guilt. have this false belief that if we if we don't ask for what we deserve, or if we make the process as painless as possible, that our exes will be less mad or or they'll treat us better after the divorce. And that never happens. And then you end up kicking yourself in the ass. You know, you always hear a spouse say, I'll take care of you forever. We've been married for 30 years. I'll take care of you forever. Right. Well, my follow-up to all of those um, comments is, okay, then I have never got your pension statement. Can you give me your pension statement now? You know, for the people who say, I can't access this data. You know, I don't know the PIN number to our joint account that we set up or that account that's in your name. Can you give me the latest statement? You know, if they say they're going to take care of you and they say that they want the best for you, then they should follow up with giving you the data that you need to make smart decisions. Right. Absolutely. Right. So be confident to follow through with what you're asking for. You know, so if they're saying they're going to help and you want to be amicable together, then you're both sharing the documentation that you need. That's the access to it because you can't make any decisions on your financial structure moving forward if you don't know all the information. And your attorney can't help you, nor can your mediator. You need the information. You need the information. Wow. Mm -hmm. Okay. What's next? The interpretation of these assets is huge. You know, again, we see it all the time. Um, I'll keep the Roth IRA. You keep the traditional IRA. Well, guess what? The Roth IRA is tax-free money in the future. The traditional IRA will be taxable when you take that income. So understand what the difference between the two is and what is the net effect of that? Mm -hmm. You know, the same thing with the annuity. You know, there's an annuity. There's living benefits on annuities, right? So you can have a guaranteed income rider on an annuity, which is why sometimes you see the one spouse, usually the higher wager earner, because it's one of the last deferred vehicles out there, tax deferred. There's an income base that's set up and it it steps up generally. So if you're negotiating that away, typically they're just taking the value of the annuity, but they're not valuing what some of the riders are. So you have to understand what their riders are in your annuity before you negotiate that away. I, uh, I'm going to just say that so much of this sounds like another language to me. That's how, you know, uh, money ignorant I've been for so much of my adult life. And I think this is just a reminder to anybody listening to like really start doing your research. So you know what this all means. Okay. You know, I, Michelle, it's so true. It's just that you, you've had other priorities, right? You just haven't. Now we do things differently, but that's exactly why we do the divorce financial portrait. It has all of that information in there. And you know, it's scary. I mean, we have executive women executives and men executives that run huge companies, but when this comes to their own divorce, you, you get clouded, you can't make decisions. And again, like you said earlier, we want to run through this and get through this quickly. Patience is really a hard thing, but it's very valuable. So our divorce financial portrait outlines that everything you need to consider and make sure is in your agreement. It's a great negotiation tool. uh, One of the reports in there, because that's information about your annuity will be in there for you to reference back to. You don't have to remember it all. Right. Okay. All right. So you hear that guys, you have to check out mydivorcesolution.com. At least, you know, get on a phone call, make a consult, look at their resources because this stuff is great. Keep going. 
Yeah. And it's an investment in yourself. You know, you said you were, didn't know it, but you know, we don't think to invest in ourselves that way. You know, we'll go spend money no. on makeup and hair and, you know, everything else, but invest in your financial knowledge because it is, will be the most rewardable and the best return on investment that you'll ever have. Because and you it's can't peace of mind it. too. Like you can't put a price on peace of mind. Like if I could get back all of those sleepless nights that I really, like my heart would race thinking about how am I going to pay my rent this month? And, and I don't know, you know, it, it really would have saved me a lot of time. And, and, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and we're focusing on the knowns. Remember the data is the knowns. There's so many unknowns in divorce, but when it comes to what we do in the financial piece of divorce, that's a data driven, we're a data driven company because of that reason. It's, we can't make the numbers up, right? They are what they are good, right. bad, or indifferent. You need to hear them. Right. And, and, you know, it brings me to our next tip. It's know your options. Know that the pension, if it was earned during your marriage, it's marital. That's a marital property. Even though it's in your husband's name, it doesn't matter. It could be quadro transferred into your name. It doesn't affect what he's, it affects what he's getting, but it, but it's a, an asset that needs to be considered and possibly divided. Know your A, B, and C, I always say, you know, um, know what you can settle with, know what your best option is that you want and know what, okay, I don't really want this one, but I can walk away and move on with my life and make it the best moving forward because you'll be forced to make decisions when you might be in a really bad mood one day. Your spouse may, your or your soon-to-be ex-spouse may be verbally abusing you and you can't think, you're just so angry. Or you may have had those sleepless nights that you wake up and say, oh my God, I gotta make this decision. But if you know A, B, and C right there or one, two, and three, you'll know you'll be okay with all of those options. But you have to pick one, right? But you know you'll be okay with any of them. That's a great takeaway. I think you're, that you know, it's unfortunate we're forced to make some of the most important decisions in our lives for our futures when we're at our most vulnerable and emotional and likely to make emotionally based decisions instead of logical ones. And it's, it's like the irony, right? Of like un, undoing a marriage and planning for a future, but that is really, really good advice. Thank you for that. And you know what, you're going to be forced into it. I hate to say it, but I can't tell you how many times, you know, the attorneys, I hear their attorneys say, well, what do you want? What do you want? Okay. We've been doing this for months. Tell me what you want, you know, and they have exchange of emails for months. Well, how do you make that decision? If you don't know what some of your other options are as a whole, a lot of people negotiate one asset away. Let's handle the house right now because I'm keeping it and I'm buying you out or I'm keeping it and whatever you're doing. Okay. That's done. Let's move on. Well, now when you want to negotiate something else away, where's your power? You don't have any power because you already settled something and they're not going to go back and redo it. So no, again, this is another feature of our divorce financial portrait is that everything is all encompassing there. So you don't need to make one-off decisions until you know what the effect of the whole decision-making process will be to you. So important and it's your right uh, because the last tip is compromise. You cannot go into a divorce thinking that you don't have to compromise. I don't care if he cheated on you, if you cheated on him or you guys, whatever it was, however toxic it was, you will be forced to compromise. <laughs> Both parties have to compromise. Another irony of divorce, right? Mm -hmm. Everyone thinks, oh, I'm going to get him. Now, I do believe that there's a lot of guilt in divorce. So sometimes timing is key. Um, so when one party is working with guilt or 
get as much data as you can. Play that hand, honey. Yes, (laughs) exactly. Exactly. You know, my mother always taught me, pick your battle, you know, even in my marriage or with my children, you know, again, it's knowing A, B, and C. So which battle am I going to fight? Which one's going to be worth it? Because I see people go to to their attorneys and spend thirty and forty thousand dollars fighting over twenty five thousand dollars. I know, I know, I know, I know. I, it's crazy because, like, it the process just. I mean, I'm sure you've heard what's happening in Florida now with alimony. Oh, the changes in alimony. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. it's happening in a lot of states actually. <gasps> It's something, huh? Mm-hmm. You ma- you're married 40 years, you hit retirement age, and all of a sudden, well, no, he doesn't have to give you alimony because, you know, he's hit retirement age. It's 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 a wild change, in my opinion. Well, again, that's planning. You know, they say, again, and we said it earlier, 69%, I think it is, percent of women initiate divorce. And I will tell you, our, our divorcees- 68 usually- or 69? I'm writing this down. 69? 69%. That was a study in 2015. So it may be a little different now, but it's probably um, like 99% now. <laughs> Sorry. You know, because, no, because, you know, women uh, could take care of themselves is what they're thinking when they get to my age anyway. So women are initiating it. I can't tell you the percentage, but it is very high of the women who are initiating. They've been thinking divorce for 10, 15 years. You know, they haven't just woke up today and say, okay, I want a divorce. There's been things occurring. Well, I want to stress is get prepared as soon as you're thinking of it. And it doesn't mean that you can't still work on your marriage because I think if you have financial clarity, we have people that come in and get the financial portrait, divorce financial portrait, and they don't get divorced. There was a huge financial misunderstanding or they've agreed to get a post-nup. They've agreed that, you know what, here's your financial um, portrait. Here's the part that I'm taking. If you spend years down, you spend it down. It's not my problem. So start planning as soon as you're thinking it. You know, and Mm -hmm. it doesn't mean that you have to be deceitful. It means that when you do your tax return, all those attachments, all those supporting documentation, make a copy of them. You know, your bank statements, okay, when you get to see them, take a picture on your phone. It doesn't even have to be you go to make a copy of it. Take a picture on your phone. Start Mm -hmm. hoarding. You know, we remember when we had children, remember we were getting to that nesting period. You clean the house, you cleaned up. I remember cleaning out my washing machine and my dryer. Mm-hmm. And I remember the doctor saying, oh, you're you're going to be soon because you're nesting. Well, if you're thinking divorce is in your future, start nesting some information. Start financially nesting. That mm-hmm. is so great. I love that. Mm-hmm. You're so funny. Yeah. <laughs> hey moms, I'm always getting asked, what should I do with my engagement ring? I finally have the answer, sell it with Worthy. I'm partnering with Worthy so you can turn your wedding jewelry into cash, fast and risk-free. Worthy is great because their competitive auctions ensure you get the best deal possible. Over 45,000 people have already moved on by selling with Worthy. If you are ready to move on from your ring, visit worthy.com slash moms to get an extra $100 when your jewelry sells for over $1,500. That's worthy.com slash moms when you're ready to move on. It's here. Oh my God, I can't believe it. My book is officially out in the world. Have you ordered it yet? It's called Moms Moving On, Real Life Advice on Conquering Divorce, Co-Parenting Through Conflict, and Becoming Your Best Self. Moms Moving On is filled with practical, actionable, and empowering advice from someone who's been through it and comes out the other side, me. Through inspirational stories, rituals, journal prompts, 
and my guidance, you'll learn how to navigate your divorce with confidence, adjust to life as a single mom, shift your perspective to find your way back to your best self and create the life you truly deserve. So order it now. What are you waiting for? Listen, to anybody who is on the fence, knowledge is power and a woman who knows her finances is powerful. I know that now from learning the hard way. And you should know this. I think 90% of women will uh, control the finances at some point in their life. You know, it's just not divorce. It's death of a spouse. Mm. Um, And, you know, we often jump into our second marriages or our third marriages where the divorce rates go up. But if you're going into those, if you're leaving a unhealthy financial relationship from a marriage and jumping into another one and you haven't fixed or reestablished a relationship with money and your goals, you're setting yourself up for failure again. So start now. It doesn't matter how old you are. You don't have to give anyone an excuse or a reason that you weren't involved with your finances before. Start now and start little. Start with just working on your budget, tracking some things. That'll be eye-awakening. Start with getting a credit card in your own name. Start with opening your own bank account. You know, and if you're married and you don't have your own bank account, maybe sit down with your spouse and say, you know, let's open a bank. I want to open my own bank account. If they give you pushback, that's a problem. That's a red flag, right? So take note of these red flags, you know, and then require the information. You know, if you don't ask, you won't get it. But if you ask, you need to follow through. Yes. That is, that is the best. Okay. Um, tell us how was your, I want to hear all about your events. How did that go? Oh, it was excellent. We were sad you weren't there, but it was excellent. Uh, we had about 55 women. I think there was the total, um, it was in Hilton head, South Carolina. It was was so powerful. And, you know, I, I actually ran into one of the attendees yesterday. She owns a few stores here on the Island, which I didn't even know she owned. And she came, she was a widower. She said, I never experienced divorce. But I got to tell you, I've been so sad without my husband. I walked out of there so inspired just listening oh. to women and how we can move forward and what we need to do for ourselves. And I feel so much better, you know, and I, and I said, thank you. I needed that because it's not just, you know, it's not a bitch session, this, this event. This is about learning who you want to be and learning how you're going to get there and having the support of the others around you. You know, uh, one story is we went to, for the VIP attendees, there's a great band that plays around here and they were happened to be playing that Friday night. So we went and there was a past client there. And she, I remember when she went through her divorce, she said, and she's a professional. She said, I'm so scared. I just don't think that my life will ever be fun. I won't be doing anything. I'll be alone. I'll never meet anyone. Well, when we went into this concert, I looked up and she literally by herself, and it was crowded, hundreds of people were there ran to the front of the stage and was like dancing. Oh, she was by herself, meeting all new people, dancing and having the best time. I literally left with tears in my eyes. And I said, this is what the event is all about. Yeah, yes, I'm so happy great. you did that. You guys, you have to check out this this fabulous duo, Catherine and Karen. Karen couldn't be with us today, but they're not just making big waves in the financial world of divorce. It's emotional too, and it's it's really needed. So please check them out, mydivorcesolution.com. You're on Instagram at mydivorcesolution, right? Mm-hmm. Am yes. I missing anything? What else? We also just started our own community. You can go on our website and join the community. 
Emily is our community manager. I don't know much about it, to be honest with you, <laughs> on the, just the financial head. <laughs> right. She knows numbers, ladies and gentlemen. You know, it was so funny, Michelle. You know, we had a speaker's um, cocktail party at the Mrs. To Me event, and we took a group photo. <laughs> Karen and I look over at all the social um, influencers out there like yourself, and they're all like on their phone posting. Yeah, yeah, Karen, yeah, yeah. Karen and I look at each other like, are we supposed to be doing that? <laughs> <laughs> It's so, so they funny. just tagged us and shared it, but it was great. Yes, check it out. It's our next one will be October of 2023. We, you know, we had to push back to March because of COVID last year. Yeah. So we'll get back on the October train. And awesome. it's probably going to be in Florida. Oh, um, so, wow. Well, so we'll have to talk to you about that. Tell me now because I got, it's, you know, it's ironic. Like I'm invited to speak at a divorce summit. My co-parenting schedule messes up uh, my opportunity <laughs> to be there. <laughs> That's ironic. Anyway, that's another problem. Okay, everybody. Thank you so much for being here. My Divorce Solution, check them out. And if you have more questions, get in touch with these powerhouse ladies. You will not regret it. See you next time. Imagine a place to get all of the resources you need and deserve while going through the divorce process. From legal and mediation tips to expert co-parenting advice and heartbreak healing words of wisdom. Imagine a place that offered weekly words of wisdom and inspiration curated just for you by me to help motivate you and make you feel seen throughout the toughest days of your divorce journey. Imagine if that place also provided you with the opportunity to connect with other moms who are going through the exact same thing as you. That place exists and it's called the Moms Moving On Membership Community. With two membership options, you are guaranteed to find your village and thrive in this next phase of your life. Visit my website, momsmovingon.com and click on become a member to join our community now. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Moms Moving On. I hope you found today's episode to be helpful, inspiring, and give you the advice you need to feel empowered and strong as you move on. Don't forget to come say hi on Instagram at the Michelle Dempsey and drop us a line if there's a specific topic or subject you'd like us to discuss. Thanks. Stay strong.